championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to COVID-49. My name is Tesh, and Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. Maybe one day he'll get there, but I got my main man, Chrissy Chris, representing Fresno in the house. What's up? Bulldogs want to know, but I'm still representing the Bay. Go Sparta, San Jose State, also won. And we got my man, Bagman Jamal in the house. I got one of my kids awake, so she might make a cameo later on. You're not drinking any beers tonight? No, no, I'm a baby. I've got the baby awake, so I got a uh, bottle of water and a Pepsi. I forgot who hit me up on Twitter. I got to look it up in the DMs, but they hit up our podcast page, and they say, shout out to our man, Chrissy Chris, for representing the Central Valley. So there you go, Chris. You got people shouting you out on Twitter. Man, big time. Oh, no. Couple 49, man. We're a team. Who did Alex Smith back up his rookie year? Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Give me a second. My bad. And Trent Dilfer was uh, somehow in the news over the weekend. I guess he is coaching high school football. All the male testosterone flying around on the sideline. It could be a little bit much during game days. But uh, he grabbed a player who was not listening, I guess, was talking back to the coaches, and he grabbed him. And he took him to the bench and told him to sit down. It was in a very, not monstrative, but not destructive, but, you know, I don't know. It's kind of the day age. You don't put your hands on a player, I guess. Jamal, how do you feel about the situation of one former 49er putting his hands on a minor? Fresno State alum, too. Fresno State alum. I just got to know, did did he die? Did the kid die? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't, right? I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. The kid did not die. No, he did not. Damn respect. Like you said, nowadays, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's not what you want to do as a coach. But, you know, back in our days, we might make it sound old, but uh, we already had a couple coaches like that on the on the sideline, you know, to keep the kids uh, in order. And if the, you get some difficult ones, like the ones that don't want to listen or talk back to other coaches, you know, you got to have to go see uh, you gotta see that coach, you know. But, you know, this is the age of everything is viral. So, you know, you can't get away with uh, – that little antics on the sideline can't be like Tesh on the sideline first quarter, you know, no. fired up. Yeah, I mean, no, I fired up, but I never put my hands on a kid. I mean, I've had situations like that where kids would, uh, you know, the emotions get better the teenage boys, that's for sure. And I've had situations where guys would be all over the place on the sideline, not listening to coaches and uh, finger pointing and being belligerent and hurting the team more. And that's just one of those situations where. You just grab that kid's helmet, you put that helmet away, and then on Monday they get to the locker room, none of their stuff is there. So cut either, yeah, well, I mean, you don't cut them. You don't ever want to try to cut a kid. Either they learn from that situation or you do cut them, but you try to make sure that they learn from the situation. And then, uh, you know, Trent Dilfer, some of these guys, like, you know, of course you've been playing football your whole life. You've been playing football on the highest level. You won a Super Bowl and all that. Coaching is just different. Coaching kids is just different. Coaching teenage boys is just different than anything he's probably been used to. There's a learning curve where a lot of these guys jump in into high school levels and and just they, they just don't succeed. Mike Singletary, you know, he wasn't a very good NFL head coach either, but he went 0 for three seasons and 
Texas coaching high school football. So I think Philip Rivers uh, had his debut this week also, didn't he? Build a team. Yeah, he he won one and oh one and oh. So see how the rest of his season goes, but it's not uh I've seen I've seen guys in the NFL. I mean we've had in Antioch guys in the NFL try to come coach and they just don't understand how much time it goes into it and they don't understand how much you gotta be a part of the team. But that is a different story for a different day. Just wanted to touch on one Trent Dilfer who was on the roster in, was it 2007 or 2006? Uh, Mentoring one Alex Smith, one young Alex Smith. Um, But it is 2021 and the 53-man roster has just been released today. We've been trying to get a show in the last couple of days, but so like I said, these two are the hardest working dudes that I know. Chrissy Chris. Yes, sir. Is there a surprise out there in the roster that you uh seeing somebody who made the team, somebody who didn't make the team? Well, I'm surprised uh Jalen Hurd made the team. I might have maybe uh, uh scoured the other receiver cuts from the uh the league. To me, on Sunday, he didn't look like he had it. For a man whose job was kind of on the line, kind of looked lackadaisical, uh didn't know where to line up. Dropped the passes that he should have caught. I don't know. I was I was just surprised. I mean, he's been on the team for a couple of years, and it's kind of the same results. But he kind of maybe got uh, – he made the team by default. Yeah. No? I mean, I think that's one of the ones that we've seen in the past, a guy that Kyle Shanahan kind of handpicked. Maybe they got a year too long of trying to prove themselves. Uh, Jamal. Is there somebody in the roster that you're surprised as there or not there? Yeah, but just to piggyback on Chris, though, I mean, I've been real critical on the wide receiver room for a while now. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of surprised Heard made the team. I thought I could have stashed my IR somewhere. But, yeah, that debut wasn't anything special. But, um, you know, besides him, I was kind of bummed out to see that uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix didn't make the team. And they kept being uh, Tavon Wilson, who we didn't see a single snap from all preseason. So uh, I didn't see I didn't see that coming. Honestly, I thought it was a lock to make the team. I just think uh, I think they knew that Tavon Wilson was going to make the team, and I just didn't think they wanted to play him, get him hurt, and so they that's why they brought in all Clinton Dix. He did ball they out though. Him. They used him. Yeah, they, they used make, him. They 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 used him. But he oh. did ball out. Hopefully, he does land on somebody else's team. He he shows that he should be an NFL player for sure. Man, that's yeah, an day he got for what three weeks of work. Yeah, yeah he's got he's get the a little bit over the veterans minimum for you got to pay them for the whole year, right? Veterans. That's what I heard. Yep. Yeah. Or well, maybe after week one, maybe he might bring them back. One thing that was in the game that was just had everybody buzzing on Twitter was the the double quarterback system. Do you think Jamal that there's anything to that? And if there is. Carrying two quarterbacks, is it a negative move or a positive move? I mean, I was happy to see um, – what's his name? Sudfield. I was happy to see him go. I didn't see much value for him taking a roster spot. But um, there's no way we're doing that same thing all year. They're going to give Lance maybe three four packages per game, maybe some goal line plays. But there's no way to switching five times, you know, per series. That's not happening. Chris, you're nodding your head. You agree with Jamal? Yes. Uh, I can't get in a good rhythm. And uh, and I think uh, Jimmy G's confidence is, you know, barely hanging on. So, I mean, he's playing a good sport right now, but probably on the inside, it's probably like, you know, let me get a shot. You know, let me see what I can do. 
you know, because you could tell he's over here like a fullback in a preseason game. So I hope they don't do the two, uh, the switching in and out like that. But I mean, like you said, they might do it in the red zone, which I don't have a problem with that. I mean, doesn't that make it uh, because you can be able to use um, Trey's legs. I like uh, it, man. I hope we see it about 10 to 15 times a game. Woo! That's a lot. You might as well give him the job then. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm seeing Lance 10 of these times per game or them switching 10 or 15 times per game? I want to see Lance 10 to 15 times a game. Um, also, I'm also a big believer after the week seven bye that Lance is going to be the starter. Even if we're 6-1? Mm-hmm. Even if we're six and one, seven and zero, seven and zero, seven and zero. Man, if you're seven That's and zero, the... you can't you can't mess with the success, right? But I don't think. Oh, but six and one, you're gonna blow it all up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, if it's anything That's less than, if it's like four and three, if it's four and yeah. three, I'm blowing it up. Yeah, there you go. But our team is good, so that's a real possibility of that being like a six and zero, or six and one, or seven and zero record. That's be that'll be a. A big, good, juicy uh, topic for the show. I guess I was the only one that was rooting for Jordan Matthews to make the team. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's hey, hey, he looked good, though. I feel like, I mean, but, I mean, we're deep at that position. So, I was, I don't know. I mean, I would have been surprised because he was out there blocking. I'll give him that. He was out there throwing his body around. Well, yeah, quit Kittle, Dwelly, and Warner. Uh Warner, not Fred Warner, but Charlie Warner. Uh, they're pretty good tight end room. I must admit, it's pretty good tight end room. Um, defensive line, we are carrying one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven defensive linemen. Jamal, do you think that is way too many? I think so. I don't know if they're just going to keep all these guys to try to maybe work a trade on later in the season, possibly. I mean, there's no way you're having 11 guys on game day either. I don't see Kevin Givens. And I, I know um, Maurice Hurst is hurt right now, so he might even be on IR for a couple of weeks, possibly. Chris, Chris, what do you think, man? 11 guys in the defensive line room. Is the defensive line room even big enough for 11 guys? I don't know, man. That's that's, that's a lot of big bodies. I don't even think they got enough room. I mean, I guess just for rotation and maybe uh, to see how maybe how Bosa and D Ford uh, hold up. You know, you got to keep them extra bodies, uh, especially beginning of the season. You know, you don't know. Uh, we haven't seen Bosa, but everything we heard, uh, all of everything's been, you know, A1. And so with D4 too, but, you know, like I said, we're still waiting to see D4 perform at the level that we uh, paid him at. So, but I don't have a problem with it. Would you, Chris, would you agree with me that Marshall Harris is almost like the Draymond Green of the team? Yeah, for sure. Undersized. He can run and chase. Can't yeah. Shoot. Well, he's, he's a he's an undersized linebacker. You're smoking something over there. Listen, listen, hear my hear, hear me out. Defensive player of the year, three time NBA champion. Show some damn respect on his name. Hear me out. Hear me no. out. <laughs> no. Yeah, that one gets Marcel Harris is undersized linebacker. Draymond Green is an undersized power forward who knows how to play defense with the with his body and he knows the X's and O's of basketball, right? Marcel Harris. What I've seen on Sunday, he was all over the field. Like he has some, um, he knows where to be on the field to force the quarterback where to go for the ball. And then after he whiffed on one tackle, but he was just everywhere. And he was playing that middle linebacker position. And I think he is a high IQ player who was kind of exposed in safety because of his coverage skills and him moving out linebacker 
is a very positive move. Jamal, you don't see the Draymond Green uh, comparison? No, not at all. I, not, I the accolade, not the accolades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'll give you the the description. I mean, yeah. yeah, close your eyes. Maybe. Not the accolades. You know what I mean? Of course not the accolades. He, I, mean, he, I mean, he's I mean, a cool little, like, role player, I guess. You need him to step in at linebacker or safety. But um, I don't think he can be in the same – Sentence with Draymond Green. I mean, I just I'm insulted right now. I'm oh. real insulted. <laughs> so is Draymond. You know, Draymond would be upset right now too, Tess. Yeah, he'd, get, he'd be like Trent Dilfer. <laughs> would you say? Would you say Draymond Green is the Trent Dilfer of the NBA? Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. I'm out. That's I'm out. <laughs> Cornerbacks. Who the heck is Devonte Harris? Oh, I got you. I Googled his ass before the show. <laughs> 2018 fifth-round pick. Get this. 4-4 speed and 22 reps of the bench press. That's impressive, right? Yeah. Uh, you can only knock on him as he can't stay healthy. Knee injuries um, on 17-18. But, um, yeah, it's a camp body, honestly. Yeah, but he went from camp body to making the team. Are you expecting anything out of Devontae Harris, Chrissy Chris? So hopefully he stays healthy. Put it that way. I haven't seen see much of him, you know. Maybe have to YouTube him, see what he looks like. Um, but hopefully we get something out of him. I mean, I, I trust our uh, our front office. I mean, they usually uh pretty good with uh picking players that we never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy was just like that was like my roster surprise for sure. And then safeties. And this was are- this was a shot in the dark. First, let go of Dante Johnson. It's just another slap in the face. Hey, but they must listen to the shows. He must. They finally find out he was milking. Man, that's Tesh is like top five four nine right there, man. Well, not well, not Dante Johnson, but I like I like the guy Alexander Myers. I thought he good. played well in the preseason. Get him forty one, right? He showed. Yeah, him forty one. Yep. The forty nine had a lot of people that they could have. That probably would make other people's roster. But, oh mean, yeah, for sure. Ours, for ours sure. is so deep. So it's like you know all these good players. I mean, somebody has to get cut. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, we'll see Devontae Harris. I mean, the coaches know more than us, you know what I mean? They see them these guys every day. Maybe Devontae Harris uh, grabbed onto the defense faster than the other guys. And then the safeties, our favorite guy uh, in the preseason, Hufanga. Chris, you think Hufanga is going to push Tart for the starting job? I think he already took it. Because, I mean, it was the shoot. Uh, Tart was out there, what, third quarter? Almost, I think, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. So, I mean, the starting safety shouldn't be, uh, especially in the last preseason, when they took out all the ones, basically. He flies around. He's always around the ball. He's got that natural instinct, you know, give our defense a little more uh, stability in the safety. Uh, I would be – I would I would almost go with give him a nod. Or if not, he'd be in rotation for sure. But just to elaborate on Hafunga, I don't think he's starting week one. But he'll definitely be on the field after the second series when Pop Tart goes down again for an injury. <laughs> Pop Tart. And he's basically he'll be starting. Um, I'm kind of excited to see about Juwan Jennings though. See what he can do. Missed all last year with a hamstring tear, so let's see what he can do. That fool's not even gonna dress. I think he will. I think he'll dress that over Jalen Hurd. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you over Jalen Hurd. I'll give you over Jalen Hurd for sure. I, I think, think he'll, he'll rise up against against Raiders, but I think Lance could have had him on that. Um, before halftime, oh. you know, like baseline or something, and Lance was just too quick to look. He would have had another second. He would have found uh, Jennings underneath. So you got Mostert, Hasty, Sherman, and Mitchell. 
who is the power back in that group? I would say maybe Hastings. I mean, or or the way uh, Mitchell was running, he was for a little guy. He was he was thinking he was getting in there. I mean, I agree that Mostert, Hasty, Sermon, Mitchell are top four, but I would kind of want to see Gallman in there just to a guy that you could pound it in there. Mostert, it's like a I, I feel like Mostert's a ten to twelve carry guy. I don't think anything after that is you're just expecting him. To I think, yeah, that's too much. He might, you know, he's fragile. That's like a, uh, you know, a Ferrari. You don't take it out all the time. I like it. I like Wayne Goldman, though. Um, I kind of suck to see him leave, but I think Chris said on a Sunday that he's kind of like a, a singles hitter. Yeah. You know, kind of did his job, you know, get his five, six yards, but uh, just Hasty's just got that, that oomph that we need, you know. He's got a home run ability. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he earned it. He was uh, on Sunday. He was the player of the game for sure. Nice um, run in the hole. Don't forget about Jeff Wilson. He is in the unable to perform list. Also, Tavarius Moore. Both guys will hopefully come back uh, sooner. Uh, I mean, some point in the season, we make a playoff run. Both guys can be back. That'd be sweet. On the injured reserve list, Jamal's favorite tackle, Sean Coleman. <laughs> hey, booty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we already said, aha, Clinton Dix, Wayne Gallman, Dante Johnson, Travis Benjamin, Jordan Matthews, Sudfield. And, uh, those are some of the names that I felt like there was kind of surprises that they got cut, but like, you know, you gotta, you gotta trim the roster down guys on the waivers. How I understand it, the guys on the waivers, they trickle down to all the, what the rest of the teams in the NFL. And if they somehow pass waivers, you can put them on your practice squad. I might be wrong about that. But we got uh, Alex Barrett, River Craycraft, Darian Daniels, Alfredo Alfredo Gut- uh, Gutierrez from Mexico, Texas <laughs> boy, Justin Hillard, um, fullback, my guy Josh Hokett, who I feel like will get picked up by a different team, uh, J- Jared Maiden, the rookie from last year, Colton McKivitz, who I thought played well last year, Alexander Myers, who I felt like had a strong – uh, training camp, Dakota Shepley, who didn't touch the field, Elijah Sullivan, who didn't touch the field, and Antioch's own out of Deer Valley, Simba Webster, who I was surprised. Uh, who's punt returning for us? I guess uh, they're going to do uh, Mitchell, probably. Mitchell, what do you think, Jamal? Who's punt returning? You think Ayuk is going to be punt returning? Yeah, I read an article this morning that um, Ayuk was taking a lot of the punt returns in practice, so it might, I don't, I'm completely against that. I think it's a dumbass move to have Ayuk be a punter turner yeah i don't think that i would have kept webster but mm-hmm. you know it's, it's a tough roster to crack especially but like i said i would have kept uh webster over uh, hurt just for the special team ability yeah why risk the injury dude when you're top three playmakers yeah the fair catch a ball i mean it just makes no sense to me well i mean there's been plenty of weapons that count the ball and punt return. I mean, Deshaun Jackson is one of them that comes on top of my mind. Yeah, but there's a certain point where you, you you're more valuable uh, on the offensive side than than uh, on the special teams. You know, you want to keep it fresh, and you don't want them to get uh, injured on something that's not his priority. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Deshaun Jackson was a punter turner playing receiver. Ah, yeah, yep. <laughs> Basically, he said he doesn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the suspension list, that doesn't count for our roster, which is nice, is Jordan Willis. He'll be up for the first six weeks. So 
that pretty much wraps up our 53-man roster. I just want to point out that Shanahan said that the roster can be completely different by the time week one starts and that nobody's really safe. And uh, I feel like he has to say that just because he's a coach, but I think the majority of the players will stay on this roster. Is this a Super Bowl roster, Chris? Can this team win the Super Bowl? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think uh, everybody's uh, in their peak right now. Like I said, when we get that uh, quarterback position uh, tightened up, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of switching in and out. I feel like you got to pick a guy and stick with him from top to bottom. From what I've seen, the D-line's hungry. I just think this is a, should be a good year if everybody stays, stays healthy. It all comes down to the pass rush. Both on four are healthy. Yeah, the Super Bowl is the end game. Uh, if they go down again, uh, looking at a top 10 pick we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with you guys. It's the with 17 weeks this season is whatever team stays the healthiest will be the winner of the Super Bowl. And hopefully the Niners are. It's always a crapshoot, man. You got to be good and you got to be lucky. There's no in between. Um, we got our fantasy football league filled up. Real quick, real quick. Who's okay. your preseason offensive defensive MVPs? Preseason offensive MVP is got to be Trent Surfield. Got to be Trent Surfield. I feel like this man has played himself into a rotation at wide receiver. Uh, maybe he's not going to start, but he's definitely going to be uh, in the he's game. Deep yeah, and he's going to get uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 snaps. Um, defensive. Hufunga, by far, Hufunga. Uh, yeah, I'd say he might him. play himself in a, in a starting position. Yeah. You, know, you can't, can't take that guy off the field. I mean, you need players like that flying around. What about you? What about Chris? What you got for your offense and defense MVP? Uh, I'll say uh, after uh, Sherfield, I would say maybe Hastings. He had a good uh, preseason. He had good runs against uh, the Chiefs, uh, Chargers, and Raiders. I mean, he was doing that consistently all throughout the preseason. On the defensive side, that's be uh, well, my man Steve Kerr. Not Steve Kerr, but uh, <laughs> he was out there. Yeah, uh, Kerr. He the the, yeah, he was good. Was out there. Moving around, big man. He was out there making plays. No, he he had a solid. Uh, he had a solid Zach Kerr. He had a solid uh, preseason. What about you, Jamal? I know. No, we took I percent agree with you, Tesh. Uh, Hafunga defense and Sherfield offense stepping into a slot receiver role and possibly strong strong safety. They had great preseasons. We saw them open practice. They both stood out. So, oh like, yeah, from the yeah, stand, for sure. You can, yeah, I mean, it was nine day difference. Those guys are gonna be studs. Honorable mention too is my guy Lenore. Uh, yeah, he he, uh, he showed out for being the the one of the later draft picks. He was out there making plays. He he might earn some uh, rotation reps week one. No, you're right. You're right. Really easy to feel first though. Ambry Thomas or Devonte Harris. Ah <laughs> uh, shit! That tackle that uh, Harris made, or uh, Thomas made, uh, or attempt when that tight end scored. That was oh, bad. That was, that was terrible on national TV. That was bad. Yeah, he, you know, he's, he's wearing the number, right? The number 20, but he reminded me of Jimmy Ward, his rookie year. It's just like he was getting abused because I remember, uh, I know Jamal was like, remember, we went to, like, well, to one of the first games I seen him in person. Yeah, it was the, the way, first game at uh, Levi's. Yeah, the first game at Levi's, and I seen him in person. It was like the way that he looked in his pads was like a high school, like yep. JV player. Like his body <laughs> hasn't, hadn't grown in yet. You know what I mean? He, That's when Brandon Marshall scored three touchdowns out of that. On that. Yes. 
Yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> and, but it, it was just because he was getting bullied. And then so I think Ambry Thomas is the same way where it's going to take him a couple of years for his body to catch up to his skill set. Like, I, I know he'll get bigger. I know that he'll hit the weight room. I know that he has no choice. You're in the NFL and you will get you bigger. They will get you bigger. But he's a couple of years away from really getting the full potential out of his body. Not going to be maybe. either. <laughs> Might have to go with uh, only four corners on game day. We all agree that this is a 53-man roster that can compete for the Super Bowl if healthy. Uh, we have our fantasy football, our Cover 49 fantasy football league filled up um all three of us in there uh ramon who we've, uh, you guys have heard in the show before he's in there and then uh, a few more listeners so our next show is going to be our fantasy football show we're going to record a show where everybody's making their picks and then everybody's going to be you know talking their smack, <coughs> or they're going to be saying that's a great pick or that's going to be a bad pick you know what i mean so looking forward to that it's going to be a lot of fun and one more week till NFL season starts, and it has been a long offseason, and I'm just ready for it, man. I'm ready for the fans to get into the stands. I'm ready for uh, just seeing it on TV with the, the fans. I mean, the games are way different without the fans, and I know that COVID's, like, spiking more than ever, but, you know, I'm going to be at the games. I don't know. So. <laughs> I just want to get back to the stadium, man. Coins that uh, open practice with just, you know, just a taste of it. I want the whole pie, man. I want to back huh. in there, see everybody, have a few beers, enjoy it. Tail- I miss tailgating. Yeah, for sure. That was that was always the highlights. Chrissy, Chris, what are you, what are, what are, what are you looking for towards the season? Uh, just uh, that game day morning when you wake up, you know, you're feeling good. You know, you got all, you get all your gear all laid out, you know. Uh, if, if you're gonna barbecue that day, you get all you know, get all your meat and everything all ready to go. You know, get the beer and the ice chest. You know, this, and then you know, on that opening kickoff, and you hear that that foghorn, and then you hear that opening kick, and then it's gonna. I'm just excited. It makes me fired up right now. The surprise cuts and other teams. Cam Newton, you guys surprised that Cam Newton got cut? Uh, honestly, not really. Uh, he didn't put any good tape out, you know, and then, you know, unfortunately, you know, like you said, how COVID is, you know, spiking up and everything like that. And uh, he's one of the people, you know, that doesn't want to be vaccinated. So that's going to, that's, that's going to make a huge uh, uh, role in teams or keeping players too, because now they're not going to do like uh, they did last year or move the game, postpone it. It's uh, you kind of, forfeit that game if you don't have enough players yeah you forfeit so, that game and you're and you're responsible financially for that game yeah so, so that's, that's tough. Be some type of if the team can't compete i guess they're gonna pay a fine or something i don't know how much the fine is and that's crazy uh jamal are you surprised that cam got cut no not not one bit i mean he was never a fit in new england plus when they drafted mac jones you knew it, it was done they drafted the most pro ready quarterback in the draft so you know he was out the door yeah um Trufant from the Bears got cut today. Is that a name that the Niners should look at? Uh, maybe a couple of years ago. I know you were high on him coming out of Washington, but uh, yeah. I think, is, uh, yeah, I think now with Lenore, your boy Harris, <laughs> I want Willie. I think we're, I think we're set. I think we're set. The only thing I would want to add maybe is a, a veteran receiver to the group, honestly, like Emmanuel Sanders. That's the only one I want to bring back in. 
But he's on the Bills, though, for sure, though, right? I mean, just, just that yeah. kind of factor to bring in a, a player like that to kind of boost somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, Chrissy Chris, Dante Pettis is still in the Giants. Are you shocked? I am. I, I was watching that game. I was like, he's still out here. I was like, okay, keep getting them checks, man. You know you don't need them, but keep getting them checks. That's a family of money right there. And our last topic, you guys see Joe Staley's back in the building. He is working for NBC Bay Area. I don't know if it's called NBC Bay Area anymore, but he's going to be a sideline reporter. Are you glad that Joe Staley is back in the building, guys? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a great, you know, he's, he's part of the show. He's part of our show. He's part of the see, uh, the Bay Area show, sideline reporter. He's got good juice, good energy. You know, he's nice-looking guy, too. You know, slim down. Is the Raiders and Niners are still a rivalry? Why are you giving me the dumb questions, man? Come on. <laughs> Draymond Green. Seriously. No. The is it? no, honestly, is it? It's it was never a rivalry, honestly. The Battle of the Bay wasn't a thing for you? No, it never I mean back in the heyday with Rice and Brown, maybe, but that whole two thousands when they both were just shit, that wasn't a rivalry. <laughs> no, it never was. No. No. Yeah. Never was, no, still no. isn't. Nah. I just know I still uh, I might be aging myself because none of the young guys have Facebook. I still have Facebook, and I went and posted there like, uh, I don't know why Raider fans are so worked up about this game. It's not a rivalry. Um, There is no such thing as Battle of the Bay. It was a Bay Area team beating a team from Vegas. Maybe they should have a Battle of the Desert with the Cardinals. Oh, Oh, Lord Jesus. Yo, how annoying are our announcers, though? Oh man, Greg Papa, Dude, Tim Ryan. Greg Papa and Tim Ryan. I touched that on the last oh. show, man. Those guys, look, we go. went from great Hall of Fame broadcasters all the time. Yeah, I'm like, what a bonanza, you know what I mean? But, dude, we went from great Hall of Fame broadcasters to Greg Papa and Tim, <laughs> Tim Ryan. <laughs> I was like, come on, man, what the hell? That's probably why you got cut. It was like, we ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> on Sundays, hell no! no. In the booth, man, you would be then, so much better. And then, uh, when Hasty when Hasty scored, they were like, "Oh, make it tasty!" And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" They just getting there in uh, midseason form. <laughs> Last game oh, of the preseason, they no. and then Tim Ryan and Tim Ryan must have said something that was lit. <laughs> like you oh, know, yeah. like, that man's older than I am, right? And I don't even say that is lit. Well, he's trying to be cool, man. He's trying to be hip. I want to talk to like the people who are in charge of the broadcasters. Like, are you guys making them say this kind of things, or you know what I mean? Well, shoot, uh, Tim Ryan got suspended last year. Yeah, or two years ago, right? With uh, the Lamar Jackson thing. Yeah, oh, no, that was just too damn sensitive. Ah, oh, don't say that, man. You're gonna get us canceled. Black Lives Matter. BLM. BLM. Those around the fall is brown. That's not racist. Just facts. Yeah. That's, that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough audience right there. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to touch on that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you sell out. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, I mean, I'm so glad, like, you know, every once in a while when I have to get to the coaches meeting and stuff, I have to catch it like the last 10 minutes on the radio. And that's when I'll listen to Greg Papa and Tim Ryan. But I'm so glad that they're not going to be on TV anymore. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of Joe Buck and Aikman games. We got a lot of uh, primetime games, so. Uh, uh, that's not my favorite duo, but hey, man, oh, we're, we're talking about it. I'm going off tangent, and if anybody's still listening, I don't understand why Joe Buck is hated. He's like corny, he's like the little kid that's like always there. 
But he's cool. I mean, but it's kind of kind of corny. But it's cool. Nothing against Troy. Troy is cool. I like Troy, but Troy I Troy mean, is good. Troy Troy's a teacher. Troy's a teacher. Uh, but Joe Buck, I mean, he does it all, dude. Like he does. He does the Olympics. He does golf. He does football. He does baseball. He doesn't do basketball. But Jamal, yeah. what, what, you got a problem with Joe Buck? I mean, I just think here in the Bay Area and the West Coast, you don't like him because I think he's a little bit biased against us, right? When we had Hardly. those runs with the Giants and Niners, he was just kind of, you know, just being a little sourpuss about it. I, yeah. remember, I think there was some, you know, some takes he had that wasn't too friendly. But, um, yeah, he's he's better than Greg Papa and Kim Ryan. <laughs> Much rather hear them. Sure, even John Lynch was better than them because I like John, John Lynch. Lynch was pretty good, bro. Yeah, when he was in the booth, he was pretty good. Yeah, bro, John Lynch was, was pretty good. Young and Joe stay in the booth. So that'd be it. Uh, they need to bring back duo, Eric, right? That's a duo. Eric Davis. No, Eric Davis. They need to bring back Eric Davis. Yeah, he was good. I liked him. Eric Davis was really I, good. And what's uh, happened to the other guy? Uh, I worked with Eric Davis. Uh, I think it's Sharsky, 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 something like that. Yeah. I forgot what happened to him. Um, I know that. Good. I love listening on the radio. No, yeah, he was good. Um, I know that Dave Fleming does uh, uh, the Stanford yeah. games, and he is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't left the Giants yet. Well, no, I mean. Money talks. Money yeah, talks I mean, and also. But also, like, he he gets to call games with, like, John Miller and Crook and Kite. Like, you know what I mean? That's, like, one of those things where, like, like Draymond Green knows he's not going to be as good as what – I mean, he bring up Draymond Green, though. <laughs> he's going to run up on you, Tess. Like, what's going on? Draymond Green's not going to be as good – I mean, Draymond Green knows it. He said it himself. He's not going to be as good as he is without Stephen Clay, right? So, I think Dave Fleming won't be as good as he is without John Miller and Crook and Kite. You like 0 for 12 today, Tess. You like 0 for 12, man. You got to try again. This is a rough night. Yeah, it was. It was. I think. This is a late night talk show, but you you was rough, Tess. That desert joke? Come on, man. That that was rough. That was rough. It is the best. Is is Las Vegas? Is Las Vegas not in the desert? Sure. I go to the strip, but yeah, sure. Scottsdale, Arizona is not in the desert. Yeah, but it's two different states, though. But it's a desert. It's the battle of the desert. Two different deserts. I'm going to throw you in a desert. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you saying? Tess, stop, bro. This is terrible. You tried, though. I'll, I'll give you an A for your bad jokes, but no. Nah. I still I you bad jokes to me, man. I got them. I'm, I'm like, man, this is like, worse than dad jokes. <laughs> I'm going to be like Muhammad Ali. I'll be appreciated when I leave. <laughs> no, I appreciate you, Tess. <laughs> I'm not scared to say it. All right, Joe. Take us out. How's it go? Jimmy time Sula, Jimmy time Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like a Jimmy time Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy time Sula. <laughs>